Hey, where are the white women at? But how did he get down to his underwear that fast? We'll just have to take these pants off so that I can take a closer look. Still others evolved so much, they don't even need to wear pants. Casual episode, not gonna even care. Hey, Paul, Cubs win. Yeah, they did, didn't they? They did. I can't believe they pulled it off. That it was, was such a fantastic game. The, s- the series itself was great, but that last forcing us a, a game seven is always exciting. I thought it was so funny but, because it went to 10 innings and then they pulled the tarps out. Yeah, it was like the Cubs can't win. Cubs can't win. <laughs> I was laughing out loud. Uh, Jamie Scott Steely was at the uh, Blackbridge Brewery enjoying Jamie, a pint. Do you have to? Do you? Do we have to say her name? Her full name? We're gonna talk time? to her. She's gonna come on the podcast. We're gonna. We're I gonna, can't we're wait. Press that issue. I'm gonna grill the shit out of her. That's gonna be the first. thing. like, all right, here's the heavy hitting stuff, Jamie. Mm-hmm. Is it Jamie Scott Steely? Is it Jamie Scott hyphen Steely? Is right. it Staley? 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 How the fuck do we right. say your name? And she'll be like, J S. Um, Jamie. J S. J S S J S L God, J. It's not J S times S. See, that's it's funny because one of the original logos, uh, working a working logo for Blackbridge Brewery was B with a three, like right. B cubed, right? And uh, of all the people, like our the math nerd friend, which is Yeti, mm. who taught high school calculus, was like, well, uh, that's. B times B times B, not three. If if you wanted to do three Bs, it would be three B. And t- and Tim and I looked at him like we just were like one. It took me a second to understand it because I'm stupid when it comes to math. But Tim just looked at him like he kind of wanted to pummel him, but he knew he was right. But he's right, but he's not right. And I'll tell you why. Okay. I'm, I think I'm gonna take. Oh, that's dripping. What's dripping? The you know faucet. Me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 anyway, um, this conversation came up, and I think I was early on in the conversation. It may have been really early on because obviously B cubed is B times B times B. Right. Got it. In my mind, I was thinking because it's Black Bridge Brewery, and it's like if you had three words together that begin with B and you put parentheses around each one, it would be this times this times this. But there's not parentheses around one. That's not. It's three. It's three words all in the same. Shit, I can't within the parentheses. Yeah, right. No, I understand. So it would be it's not but in B times B times B. No, it's, it's not. three it's B three times. Got it. But in my mind I get it. <laughs> but in my mind I, I put those parentheses in and I imagine the rest of the words being dropped off. I mean I just I I went down that road of math and I made the B three work in my head. B cubed. You I made, made, it, it made B cubed work. Yeah. Now, did you explain that to Yeti? Because he still no. says that shit to this day. Because no, I think I'll he talk has. To him. Oh, I think, I'll, I'll talk. To I, th- him. I think I think this would be a hilarious conversation to just be in the periphery. Should I just kind of want to. Should you, you guys should hash it out, and then Tim will be like, "Yeah, well, it doesn't really matter." Because <laughs> wonder if he'd be good on the podcast, Yeti. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> Love next, you, Yeti. Next. Uh, next. Next. I, I just remember Tim like pulling teeth, getting him to get a smartphone. And then for about the first six months he had a smartphone, uh, all I got was just shitty, stupid pictures. And it was like giving my grandpa 
an email address. It was a Ford, 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 Ford. It passed this along to seven of your friends or you'll have bad luck. Like, oh thanks. Thanks, Yeti. Yeah. yeah. But All it right. was it was funny because yeah, he's old. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. So what are we uh, what are we up to today? The election day is coming up. It is coming up. We had to we we're doing we're trying to squeeze in another podcast. And oh by the way, we had did you know Joe, we had zero percent chance of rain even now according to the podcast. Clear pod, pod, according to the according to the forecast. Forecast, not the podcast. Yeah, zero percent chance of rain. And uh, we're sitting down, getting ready to record this episode. And the fuck was that, guys? What breeze? What was that? Breeze must have come by. Oh, a little and bit of a breeze. And it kept coming. Yep, kept. It just. And like, what the? It was like Peter North. It just kept coming and coming and coming. <laughs> get it? Get, come. Yeah, like, I get it. And then we walked out there. It's like holy crap. There was about zero visibility. It was like Armageddon. You had to batten down the hatches of the bunker and then looked on on the radar. And lo and behold, there's this large chunk of rain. And I checked the forecast. It still said 0%. still said 0% chance of rain. Thank so. you, Kingman. All right. So it's kind of fun. So what was your question? Oh, the elections are coming. I, I didn't really have a question. It was just oh, a comment. Elections are. are coming up, which is almost as boring to talk about as the weather. Yeah, we're not going to really go into that. We're not really going to do I, that. I can't wait till it's over. But it's not. Here's the thing. I realize that when it's over, it's not going to be over. Because all these asshats on either side they are are going to be talking about how this guy's going to grab some more pussies and she should be in jail because of that reason. And it's, just, it's not going to quit. It doesn't matter when the election is it, over. It's not it's over. It's not going to be over. It's just like it wasn't over. Although I did make a comment to... Uh, a a Republican, not even I shouldn't even say Republican. It's kind of an insult to Republicans. A very right wing, Looney Tune acquaintance of mine. I've made a comment. I said, "Hey man, uh, did you lock your guns up?" And he goes, "Why? Why would I lock my guns up?" Well, I mean, you've been talking about how Obama's going to take our all of our guns away since starting two, eight years since two thousand eight. So yeah. I just I'm, he's only got a few months left, and he just kind of gave me this look. It was like. Have a good night, Joe. Like I'm just saying, my, you guys, you, you Looney Tunes want to fucking. Did you not say that? You eight said years that ago. eight years ago. You Many said times. that fucking four years ago, yep. and it still hasn't happened. I still have all the guns that I have in yep. my possession. In fact, I have increased my guns by three hundred percent because I have more guns now than yep. I did when I voted for Obama fucking twice. And it wasn't because you panicked there would be no more guns. You probably just happened to acquire. No, I was, my dad's like, "Hey, do you want this old gun?" I'm like, "Yeah, this okay. is this is a badass old gun." And then my dad's friend's like, hey, do you want this old gun? Yes, that's sure. a really even cooler old gun. It probably Thanks. killed some fucking Nazis. And so when he Let's handed him that. over to you, I can imagine, as he's you, and at, just out of the screenshot, Michelle Obama would have steamrolled in and just tackled you and knocked Dre the gun out of your hand. Just dressed up like spy versus spy. One black, one white, one white one. <laughs> and boom! And then just took my shit away and right. fucking... And then Alfred E. Newman shows up, what, me worry? And then there's a Mad Magazine fold-in. Right. And then... That's how fucking ridiculous those people sounded. Yep. They're not going to come to your house and be like, hey, hi, uh, can I have your guns? Yeah. Okay. I can't believe that people fucking said that. I'll tell you, I swear to God, that was a rumor that was floated out there to the ammunition industry. Oh, because I wish, I wish those I are the was people in the ammunition industry when all this no started. No fucking shit. I mean, holy crap. I almost made money off of... Um, I, I wasn't going to sell something to my friend that I, I don't have a 22 rifle. I had a a brick of I think 1200 or I, I think it comes to 1200. I have a 22 rifle, single shot Sears, you, Sears a, brand, a, a, like a Sears and Roebuck. Years ago, like 40 year old, you know, single shot bolt action. Yeah, tunk. 
and yeah, I got one of those. That's what I used to have was a Marlin, a little youth yeah. rifle. That was one, and I had all these shells in my uh, or this, uh, uh, this this ammunition unopened box mm. of I think I think it was a brick of like fifteen hundred or something like that. I want it. one of my. It's gone. Oh. One of my friends posts on Facebook. Hey, anybody looking for twenty two long rifle? I can't seem to find any. This is a few years ago. Apparently, it was getting to it was getting to be so scarce that people there. The ammunition companies were charging an arm and a leg. Yep. That brick of fifteen hundred probably cost me forty bucks at yep. one point in time, yep. and I didn't even touch it. Never even opened. It. I got rid of the gun, and uh, so I sent him a text. I was like, "Hey, man, I've got this uh, brick of fifteen hundred. He's like, "Oh shit, man, I'll give you two hundred bucks for it." I'm like, "Okay, as much as I want to make two hundred dollars, you're my friend. Like, I'm not going to do it. You can right. just have them. I don't even." I'm not here to profit it. And why is it so fucking expensive? He's like, you can't even fucking find him anymore. Yeah, 22. Really? What? Yeah, yeah it doesn't make any sense to me, but I guarantee you it has the... He's taking our guns. Yeah, right. Obama's going to take your guns away. Like, the Mexicans are taking away our jobs. Yeah. Fucking... more. Anyway, it's getting a little too politically heated. It is. We've had a lot of coffee. I've had enough coffee. I I may have had too much coffee today because I I had I think five cups of coffee at the the Roadrunner this morning with Mike how was it oh it's god awful coffee the it's just the absolute worst coffee food's great always food's great service is great atmosphere's great tables how how much do they charge for a cup of coffee at the road I'm I'm, I'm gonna go somewhere with this dollar 49 that's is that about an average place for a diner let's say I'd say that's about average for a diner with unlimited refills and all that stuff to me I think it's still inflated but I understand they're in business to make money and that's fine what what if you how difficult would it be because you're the one Joe that got me into the whole French press thing and I had some friends back east that tried to convince me that it just sounded complicated you take the French and you add a press in there and who knows what you're gonna really it sounds like a sex move right so I don't want to do the so I didn't but now I have it it's just Boil water, put the ground stuff, and boom! There, four minutes later, it's literally one of the simplest ways. It's it, I, to me, it's the simplest way to make coffee, and just the with the strainer and the or the <clears throat> excuse me, the strainer and plunger effect. It just makes it cleaner. You're basically making cowboy coffee. It's just cowboy coffee with a plunger. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah. and and, and the, with a proper and, grinder, I did step up a little bit to get the. The burr uh, grinder, burr, yeah, conical burr grinder. They, everybody said you got to get that. Okay, fine. So I did. Well, because it's self feeding. You'll never because of the conical shape. You, you'll yeah. never. And it really kind of shears the beans a little bit differently. The way it, or something. Some, yeah, because it doesn't. It doesn't slice the beans like yeah. A, it kind of those. Them, I don't know. High RPM bladed things. It's basically it's a blender. Yeah. For beans and it, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't crush. It slices and it, uh, allegedly it, uh, it does this and does that, but. The thing about those is, is that you won't get a consistent grind. You, right. you, that, and with the burr grinder, you get this, very you, you consistent. You can dial it in. It, it can it can it adjust micro distances. Well, for, and yours is a ten way, ten or, ten, or twelve. Uh, there has three sets of four. Oh yeah, it's twelve. It's 12. twelve. It's twelve different uh, adjustments, yeah. right? So they make them that are up to like sixty adjustments. That Holy they're crap. like very very fine tuning for specific machines because certain espresso machines say. Uh, you know, th- this has to be on this grind. Where da, 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 yeah, because they've got the little filter meshy things that are made very precision, and then you got to have the very exact so. size of grind to get Absolutely. everything out of that. Anyway, so my point was, though, I'm thinking to myself, I mean, if you had a little diner somewhere, how difficult would it be to, it, it might be difficult, you might have a person doing coffee rather than walking around, but... So it takes a little bit longer to get a cup of coffee, but holy crap, with this conical burr grinder and decent beans that you've taught me about mm-hmm. and, and the French press, 
It's really damn good coffee. It is. It's not shitty coffee by I th- any means. I think if you're, you're, you'd probably be able to get away with, at like a diner, say, two bucks for to charge for your cup, but it's a bottomless cup of coffee. But it's going to be 10 times better than what you're going to get at a normal greasy spoon. Now, there's... I just wonder if you could set up some malproduction-wise or something. Did you have a diner that did French press coffee... In a way, you probably could figure it out till you could actually supply you, people. You wouldn't have to do French press. You, as long as you controlled your water temperature, you could do a flat bottom drip or a conical or like a conical drip mm. with a reusable filter, and you could have really, really good coffee. You have to start with good beans, though, and that's what most places they don't, just do. don't do. That. They don't do like no like no matter what's like uh, it's it's like making beer, you know. And if you start with shit ingredients, you're gonna you're gonna net shit. So, no matter how good your process is, you could spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on your brewing equipment all your kettles and everything could be beautiful and polished stainless and all this other bullshit imported from wherever but if you didn't start off with uh some knowledge of good ingredients you're gonna make shit right. so you could so all you have to do is invest in let's say a a, a commercial grade conical burr grinder right and just buy decent beans and that's that's good takes you care could of 85 percent of the you problem could use right an there. old um shitty uh Oh God, uh, Farmer Brothers coffee pot mm-hmm. with a reusable filter, or use a paper filter in there. Mm. Uh, the key is like, and I've kind of I got some people doing this at the hospital, which is crazy to me, for me to think because they all it's all old school Farmer Brothers purchased equipment that they have at the hospital and like the break rooms and stuff. But they use Folgers prepackaged grounds. Now it is better than what we used to have, but what I've gotten people that some people will bring in their own. It's not some people. Most people bring in their own decent coffee. We have a, uh, it's not a, it's, you know, it's just a regular, your regular kind of like Cuisinart blade grinder. Mm -hmm. I have one of those, but they'll grind the coffee. And then I told people, if you pre-wet the filter, it'll, it, you absorb uh, less, you'll get more flavor in the coffee. You, a lot of times, if you start off with a with dry coffee and a dry filter, that first bit of very very flavorable first run, it's just soaked it into is the, soaked filter. into the filter. So yeah. if you pre soak the filter, that doesn't happen; it runs right through. Um, but if you did that in a restaurant setting, which I've been to diners that do that, that have they start off with mediocre, not mediocre, but I mean they're not paying. It's not Jamaican Blue Mountain, you know, right. for a dollar forty nine a cup, but they're starting off with good medium grind or medium uh roast or even like potentially even like a light city roast and that's how they're making their coffee and it's you know dollar fifty two bucks sure and it's you could you could totally do that at a diner well this is the part that i don't understand and i had this conversation again with um i think it was jamie scott steely <laughs> too many names jamie too yep. many jamie is it jamie is jamie scott her is her maiden name scott is I, I her maiden i don't name. know is there a hyphen in there don't know are they supposed to be or Jamie? Come on! Yeah, we gotta we gotta. I can't this wait. So I can't. We have, we're asking the tough questions. Mm-hmm. I, I like the idea of getting her on here. You know, um, once things have died down with all sure. the election cycle and all that stuff, and uh, and really hit, giving her some hard hitting questions like, do you spell the hyphen out in your name? Does right. your name have a hyphen? When you how do you sign your name exactly? Right. And and ask like those total bullshit questions. Those if it's are, a big those check, are, like over three thousand dollars, would you sign all your? Would you put all your name? Would you put? And is Jamie's short for anything like Jamifer or anything like that? <laughs> it's 
It's one of my favorite questions to ask. Yeah. And, and nobody gets the fact that I'm totally stealing that from Phoebe from Friends. Right. When she asked Ross, you know, is Ross short for something? And he's like, what the hell would Ross be short for? And she's like, I don't know. Rostifer. Or maybe Rossell. <laughs> I think I lost it at Rossell. Like, Rossell is so fucking funny to me. But the anyway. uh, so we, we talked about this and we've talked about this and I don't know if it, how repetitive because we constantly talk, Joe. Yeah, well, we talk so fucking much that you, I don't, who you knows dro- what the you dropped all this coin on this great recording equipment and I've got right. all this crazy software. Now, to have edit we it. gone back in the whole record collection? Have we st- have we already heard these albums? I mean, where have we? It's like hey, maybe it's time to revisit this topic again right. because it's been five episodes. Have we talked about burgers before? Burgers on this show, like hamburgers. Hamburgers, not. Cities in Germany? No. Bur- yeah, Burgerville. That's what the Germans would have as Burger. No, Burger. Berg. B-U-R-G meaning yeah, city. Yeah, Berg. Like Hamburg. 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 Like burgers. Yeah, like the Burgermeisters. Hamburg. Yeah. That, no. Have we or not? Burgermeister Anderson. But you would probably know because you're... <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I Mayor can't McCheese. Fun. That's right. <clears throat> Mayor McCheese. <laughs> More effective. Mmm. That is a tasty burger. <laughs> mm, that is a tasty burger. Oh my god! Have we talked about burgers on this Motherfucker. show? Motherfucker, I don't. I cannot remember. Maybe, maybe we have. So here's the deal: it's not that hard to produce a really good cup of coffee. You shouldn't have to go to two places in town only, right? Would it be right. Star? Is that about my right? house and your hangar? Those well, are the two <laughs> places to get good coffee. They or you could say Starbucks. Okay, which you can get a good yeah. and of, uh, and the downtown the, uh, the coffee Beale Street Brews the, that one and now uh, Paradise, which is the shaved ice place right out the little booth kind of thing right out in front of the oh god what is it called the Wash Me Car Wash on Stockton Hill oh, Road. Oh, they There's have coffee. Little, yeah, they switched over because nobody wants shaved ice now. It's winter because they did, were doing shaved ice. Now they're doing uh, shaved ice in the summertime. Now they're doing coffee and smoothies. Now they had uh, a coffee place. The Spawn there. works there and was telling me about that. They did have a coffee place there. And uh, unfortunately, just I, I don't know what happened with uh, Bad Muffin. I, I never got a full story on it. I loved their coffee. They had this one style of coffee that I've it's a roast I've never heard of. I didn't know it was a thing until Tim brought it over to my house one time. And he goes, drink this cup. This will get you going. And I'm like, all right, what is it? And I took a drink and it didn't taste like coffee. And it was a cinnamon roast or very, very, very light roast, like mm. barely past first crack. So... The coffee itself was the color. It was like a tan color. It was not, and it didn't have cream in it. It was just tan. Huh. It was. It looked really, really light, but it had tons and tons of caffeine. It tasted it kind like of a like small amount, like it was high caffeine. It was like a very small amount. It okay. was uh, an eight, uh, maybe it maybe a ten ounce cup or a twelve ounce cup. Okay. So didn't want any heart explosions. Well, That's when I started, when I discovered it, I started I going there more often. And uh, uh, JP and Rochelle, the people that owned the place. Um, Rochelle, I popped through there, and she was on my way to work to work one night at the hospital. Popped in, and Rochelle was like, hey, Joe, how's it going? I said, uh, yeah, I need a white espresso. And she goes, you like that stuff, don't you? And I said, yeah, I'm headed to work tonight, and I barely slept today. And she goes, well, here you go. Here's one you paid for, and here's one on the house for later on. Pour it over ice. It's really good. And I couldn't fucking sleep. I, I drank those wow. two, maybe 18 ounces of coffee. No, probably 20 ounces of coffee over a 10 hour period and, and it was could, no problem with you keeping awake I, the whole night you're just oh, like yeah i fuck clean the whole goddamn monitor room i clean right. that like i just 
bad, yeah. bad, bad, and it was awesome. But it sucks because they didn't didn't last for one reason or another, whatever. But now the place that's in there is called Paradise. They're owned by the folks who own the Quick Walpi Quick Stop. Um, instead of shaved ice for the winter, you know, obviously not going to do that in the winter time. So it's Kona. It's 100% Kona coffee. Oh. They're buying it out of out of Hawaii, which is I do find it humorous. You got some. Wait, the new uh, place you're saying the the, the, the new place Paradise. Is, is Kona. Yeah, it's Kona. They want 100 percent Kona. Yeah. Hmm. So I haven't had any of the coffee yet. I believe the Spawn has, and she's like, "This is just great." Are they going to have coffee also at the at, at the, the Quick, quick Stop? Location? I think so. Same deal. I'm not 100 percent positive. I think that was their kind of change. They grind their beans. Oh yeah, I guarantee the they're doing. Well, see, that's what I kind of wanted to. I told Porsche that if I, you know, if they wanted some help, I'm pretty knowledgeable when it comes to coffee, at right. least some of the simple stuff. Um, you know, when I start asking people for a, you know, a doppio macchiato, sometimes people get a little confused. Sometimes people get impressed, and sometimes people just look at me like a pretentious fucking asshole. Yeah. But sometimes I just want a little bit of foam and two shots of espresso, and that's all that is. Oh, that's nice though. Oh God, yeah. And it's doesn't weigh you down. It gets no. you. It gets you going. Gets you what you need to go. You know, get on with your fucking day. Uh, like, oh, it, this whole all started with too much caffeine. I had four or five cups of coffee with Mike this morning at breakfast. Went to the hospital. Had to do some stuff in HR, and stopped by the little Starbucks kiosk that they have in the hospital, and I got myself a fucking twelve uh, ounce red eye. You know what a red eye is? Nope. Crack. Basically fucking crack. All right. It's a cup of drip coffee, which is already strong enough, with a shot of espresso in it. Oh wow. Yeah. It's like a boilermaker, but on the it's other like side. A, yeah, it's like a yeah, it's like a <laughs> boilermaker, but instead of getting fucked up that you way, you get fucked way. up yeah. the other direction. And I walked up to the guys and I you know, I, I don't get to see them very often because they don't those guys don't where they work opposite shifts of me and they know me. Like, hey man, you do you want a venti drip? And I'm like, nah man, I'm just looking for a quick fix. And he's like, Ah, you want a uh you want a tall? Uh, it was I'll a, fix, it was a grande. I'll fix you up. Yeah, and it was like, oh, do you want a red eye? I said, yeah, please. He says, you want two shots? And I'm like, no, because I just had a shitload of coffee at the diner. I know we have a good cardiac center here, right? But... <laughs> and of course, then we get here and it's you know four o'clock and we're making coffee. Yeah, what are we doing? Making coffee? But I so so my anyway. my point is this: so we've got a few places in town to get a good decent cup of coffee, which is good because it's not that hard no the technology has been around for a while right we're not pushing the limits of some envelope experimental thing here right talking coffee coffee right so we talked about this before again on on the podcast or not cartoon casual podcast the cartoon casual podcast uh, about a decent burger and i'm get i'm over i'm fucking pissed off paul's pissed oh because we can't find a good burger in this yes town. We, we we didn't talk about it on the podcast. We talked about it via text message uh, within the past week or so. Okay. And a few times here and there. I mentioned because, it to Jamie. And I, don't know she, I, I don't know if she was a, a omnivore or not. And she goes, hell yeah. Omnivore. All. No, she looks more. healthy. She doesn't look. Yeah. She doesn't and look. And she goes, she yeah. loves. She just came back from Vegas or Phoenix or someplace. Told me about this incredible burger place. I said, it's not that hard. It's not. It's not that hard. People are afraid you're gonna have to under overcook it because, and that's bullshit too. Because some restaurants you can go to will cook it medium rare, right? But all the other ones that the excuse they use is we can't legally do that, and we can't. Is someone tell me the truth here? It's a state by state basis. I know that. Okay. Uh, and f- truth be told, I would prefer to have uh, my ground anything that anything that's ground beef. I would prefer to have it cooked over 140 degrees, which is which is on the. What on about the, if you have sirloin and you grind it right there? It doesn't matter. Uh, I because they're not going to grind it. They're not going to grind it up and then throw it on, right on the fucking grill. They're going to grind it up, expose the inside of that the the inside of that meat 
you know, the inside of the stake, so to speak, mm-hmm. to the air. And I don't, and a certain, an unknown amount of time later, it could be hours, it could be days. They could say fresh ground sirloin. Well, hamburgers. then I've got a problem. So that's why, and that's why I it's like, like a that. pink center. Who doesn't? Moving on. <laughs> oh, you mean with the burger? Yeah. Oh, that burger. Oh, that oh. burger. Jesus Christ, Paul. Get it? Come on, Is everybody man. on board now? Fuck me, Ronnie. You want to step it up a little he's more. But that's so what I'm, nasty. That's what he's I'm a, saying. He's a dirty old fuck, people. Not, he really, really not. He, no, he's not old. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I don't want a brown burger. I See, I'm okay with a brown burger, but not... I would have... I don't know. It, it To me, I don't want it to be pink because... I don't know how safe that is because I've known people that have gotten sick from shit like that. Oh, I know too, but I still, I'm still, I don't, I roll the dice though. Still. I'm, I understand I'm, rolling the dice. I, I think yeah. it's different if we're at your house and we're grilling or my house or Mike or, or Tim's doing or something like that. Somebody I know, and I saw sure. how they handle it, stuff like that. But when I go to a restaurant that's like middle of the road or below and it's not a burger place. They just are known for having decent burgers or I don't feel like a steak and I want a burger. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get something with a pink center. I'm just not going to. Okay. And, and I, and I, but I understand somebody else's choice. To do. You should be allowed to choose what, how right. you want your meat cooked. You should. If you want a blue rare. And put the warning patty, on. Like they do. They put the warning on. Then the menus. Yeah. I've seen them. You don't even need to put the warning on. They're just right. like, if, if we just had enough personal, some personal fucking responsibility. You know, like people or are you like, know what's I like this done a certain way. I know I can potentially get fucking sick. It's kind of like the sauerkraut. I made sauerkraut today. Like sushi. Or sushi. Well, except all the fish in the United States is frozen first. Like. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, unless you, I mean, granted, obviously, all the fish that served as fushi. As fushi. Fushi. Sushi, yeah. all the fish that's served as sushi in the United States is frozen first. You may think that you got the freshest ahi tuna. It was fucking frozen. It was okay. frozen. It has to be. Okay. Now, granted, there's going to be underground weird shit like that, like a, a Tyson sister who said that she had whale meat and all that stuff. Like, obviously, you can get illegal fucking food. Uh-huh. If I can buy some Colombian bam bam, uh-huh. I can get whale meat. Sure. But. On the whole, if you go to an establishment, an actual established restaurant, all that in fish this country, is frozen. frozen. In this country, yeah. it's frozen. It has <clears> to <throat> be. And that's I'm okay with that sure. because I live in the desert. And if I want to get some raw fish, I kind of would rather it be flash frozen in Japan and then shipped here. So, but, anyway, but the point is... With it, the burgers. Okay, and, and I know what you're saying. So, so let's... Okay forget, okay, forget the fact that you don't want it to be raw-ish on the inside. Right. I'm with you. But how about... Um, forget that part of it. How about have it be at least kind of thicker, meatier, decent tomatoes and onion options if you like all that kind of stuff. I know you don't, but that's fine. You know what I mean? But, but, but the, good, the good stuff to put on it. Decent bread that's not this, you know, yeah. just good quality bread and some killer fucking french fries or onion rings. And how about a restaurant that just has like maybe three or four things on it? How about just keep it that simple? I love be- having this conversation. I had it with, with the roommate the, uh, last week or week before. Uh, she was headed up to Vegas. Oh my God, Cheesecake Factory. I fucking... Yeah, you know what's fucking shit? Any place that has more than about 30 items on the menu. Yes. It's going to be shit. The, the more items you have on the menu, the, the shittier it's going to be. The shittier the service is going to be, the shittier the quality is. Because if you have that, the more items you have on your menu, the less you're going to um, execute those yes. items very well. So uh, that's why you go to a good restaurant, like In-N-Out Burger. They have great hamburgers yep. because they only have... I think they have 10 menu items, maybe counting all the flavors yeah, know, of yeah. their, like all the flavors of their shakes. 
Sure. It's simple. Simple is better. Yep. And a great a great burger place would start off and with really- And they are popular. All, I mean, they are just killing it everywhere. Every In-N-Out burger is- Oh, is, yeah, always. And you should have fucking seen the line when they opened up the one here in Kingman. Yeah. I couldn't fucking believe you. I didn't even go to it until it was it been open six, six weeks, maybe. So if you had a restaurant that had again the three or four main, and that's it. Let's see, and then you had one special, right? Whenever the cook or chef, whatever, decided to do a special, but these solid, I would go if they had these, whatever it was, whatever kind of restaurant it was, whether it was a, a burger place, call that a burger place. That's it. You have the three or four main things with a couple killer sides. And that's all you need. I would go there once a week, probably. Absolutely. You know, I, I would, it would, you don't have to have some big, huge, like, you know, monster cheesecake factory menu that goes page after page after page after page. There's, there's no reason to do that. And, and people would go, people would, I can promise you they would go. People would go. And, and I mean, I know people are going to either email us or hit us up on our Facebook page or something and be like, well, what about five guys? I'm sorry, but Five Guys is not that fucking good. No. I don't find their burgers to be thick or juicy. I think they're over-fucking-cooked, and they're way overpriced, and yep. their fries fucking suck. Right. I know how to make French fries better than Five Guys do, does, and I and I know people are like, I like the French fries. Fine. That's okay. Yeah. You know what? More people that I've talked to don't like the fries and just toss them the fuck out. Right. You know what tastes better than their fries? The goddamn free peanuts. Yep. That's what tastes better. So that's the closest thing we've got to a good burger. I'll tell you who used to have a really good burger, and I don't know if they still do or not, is, amazingly enough, the Time Out Tavern. Hmm. Time Out Tavern, I used to go on there like on Sundays and play shuffleboard with some friends, drink beer or whatever, and they had what's called a Monster Burger. It was one of the best flavored patties I'd ever had, and I don't know what they put in it, but I know there was Montreal steak seasoning and a few other things that they put in and mixed in with the beef and then made the patties and then let them sit. And they didn't get thrown onto the grill for three or four days. You know, they were obviously refrigerated, but mm. those flavors melt together. And so my mouth was watering just talking about it. Right. But so, unfortunately, I don't think that does that do that anymore. So, yeah, we well, it people could be, will pay for and it. And it could be a place like that. You could have a bar um, like that that was known for playing pool and stuff but they could have a really good burger because the guy there that owns a place or the cook says i want to make a really killer burger because that's what i want to do right and how what do you need what do you need to make a burger you need a grill every restaurant in theory should have a grill right and that's it you can buy the beef or the sirloin and blend it yourself you can add some things like you were talking about to it. that's all you need and have decent bread that's not just stupid package in a plastic bag bread of course. and and some fresh condiments it's just not that hard. It's low tech. It just pisses me off when you can easily whip together a much better burger in just a few minutes by driving back from here and going to the grocery store and then literally taking a hand. Oh, I think I'll put some of this and some of that and throw it on your grill and it's already better. And already done. Anything you can get in this town. Yep. Why? Why, why is I it think, necessary I think that we have so many restaurants that are mediocre at best? Why? I'm not backing on Kingman Joe. I know, this is I common know. everywhere. No, it's very common. I like. Why do you have to be I, to I a big like, city? It's a competition. Is that what it is? No, I don't think that's what Lack it is. Because if you went to Troy, Ohio, right now, you could go to, go to Kay's Hamburgers. Kay's Hamburgers has been around since 1910, 1915, something like that, pre nineteen twenty, and they haven't changed their grill since, and they probably haven't changed the fucking grease on it <laughs> because that's how they're just known for having great hamburgers. Right. They. they 
they had like a don't ask, don't tell policy when it came to kids skipping school in the middle of the day. I know because oh, wow. I was one of those kids. They go, hey, how's it going, boys? How's it? You know, and they all knew our parents because our parents worked there or the same waitress had worked there since the 1920s or 1950s or so, something like that. But and that's a that's a town of 30,000, 25, 30,000 people. A case hamburgers has been around forever. Um, I don't I don't have a good answer for you. I think that people sometimes just forget what good food tastes like and good consumption tastes like because they're fed mediocre garbage and they think things like cheesecake factory is good or Chili's is good or Sonic is good. Hell Sonic has a better fucking hamburger than Chili's any day of the week. Do you think that some of these people, I know this is true. We're we're just, this is just a conversation, but do you think that some of these people may not get out that much? And if they do, do you think that a restaurant owner that owns a diner that has a grill that could do stuff, would ever go through Henderson or Dolphins are back, or that's a great sound, or Boulder City, yeah, and and eat a burger and go, well, motherfuck, this is a good burger, and why don't we just look at this and examine what they've done because it's, it, it's serious and it's fun to experiment and then come like back, that. yeah, you no. get your own. Would you? I know if we had our own restaurant, just whatever, go there and mess around with a new item. Well, I know. Let's, let's make a new thing. I can tell you right now that if I had a commercial restaurant to just go in on the off time and fuck around on a grill. That we'd have all sorts of weird shit going on. And, all sorts of And you don't shit. want to go down the bad path of going, wow, we just made 27 good things. Let's put those all on menu. No. No. You write Narrow those recipes down. down you yeah. keep them tucked away, and that's your special of the day. Yeah. And you've got 30 days worth of specials. Yeah. You know, and that's four or five basic absolutely. stuff. And then I think a, what of a lot of it is, one, a lot of people are afraid to fail, so mm-hmm. they don't try and do that. Uh, in this, in a smaller town like this, you have to really execute things a hell of a lot properly, uh, a hell of, hell of a lot better, and you have to execute them properly. Otherwise, you're going to fail because you may not get enough outside traffic or repeat business. Yeah, but the food is mediocre, so they're kind of failing no, in my mind. I, well, that's the thing. You, your food, and I've, I've noticed this in small towns, your food can be stellar, but if it's not cheap oh, and yeah. fast, you're still not going to make it. Yeah. And that sucks. That sucks because I... I it's it's the it's the the jackasses that tell me like oh, well I went to Matinas once and it was the worst service I've ever had. What? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, well, I think it's because okay. they, they don't have a conversation. They don't want to hang out and have fun. That's exactly what it is. And they yeah. what they do is they say, well, uh, it's okay. Tell me about your experience. Well, you walked in and you were greeted. Oh, yeah, we were greeted immediately. Were you seated right away? Oh, uh, yeah. You know, we were seated within a couple minutes or so, or they had to put together an extra table because we had six people or whatever. Okay, fine. So you were seated. What, what, what about it was bad service? Well, the appetizer came out and then we finished the appetizer. And we had to wait a few minutes before they came out and brought another bottle of wine. And then we had to wait another 15 minutes for our food to show up for our entrees. And then we had to wait another 10 or 15 minutes before our dessert came I out. I want to fill then, those spots with like, conversation and, and martinis. And I, no shit, right? And I'm looking at these people like, are you fucking for real right now? It's mm. not Chili's. Right. This is, it's a real restaurant. But those people, those are the people that are used to that kind of stuff. The, and now I have to preempt anytime I try and introduce somebody to that restaurant in particular, I have to tell them, hey, it's a three-hour meal. Have you ever been to an actual restaurant? Yeah, and it's, it's, that's the closest they are to some, some more um, urban places or, let's say, uh, in Europe. Because I know that I've been to a lot of small restaurants in almost middle of nowhere, Germany that are kind of like Matina's, let's say, that's that size. Right. And the people that own it are, are all local, and they're there, and they might even live above. They might live right there. Of the, course. The people. And, and when they fill up the restaurant that evening, they don't expect any turnover. 
the, when you're you come in and at seven o'clock or whatever it is, and you're camped at that table, they assume you're going to be there. The, all you're night. there for the night. They're not trying to get you out. Here's your ticket and have a nice day. And, and, you want, and do you guys want any more coffee? I blame come on. I blame places like fucking McDonald's and Burger King for yeah. that because you know they have their color schemes on the inside to get you sure. that make you kind of uncomfortable subconsciously make it noisy too and it's make it very noisy. Yeah, yeah, they don't use uh, uh, noise absorbing anything. Mm-hmm. You'll never see curtains in a place like that. It's always blinds. And make it super echoey so that you're just like, oh, okay, I done, I'm done eating. I spent my 15 minutes masticating, so I'm leaving now. Mm-hmm. Instead of breaking bread like you're supposed to. Right. You know, that, 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 the conversation. Kind and of the lost art issue. It really sort of is thing. kind of a lost art. And it, I don't know. I, I think that's part of the problem is that people want things. They want it cheap and they want it fast. They want it now and they want to get it over with. Why? So you can go home and watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians? Right. Because there's a friends marathon on TV, what the fuck are you in a hurry for? So yeah. go enjoy something really, really good. Spend some extra money instead of see. This is what I why I tell people like fucking cut the cord, man. Get rid of cable. Get rid of satellite. Get your Netflix. Get some HBO Go. Get this. Whatever. Spend fifty dollars a month on on subscription services instead of a hundred dollars a month or hundred and fifty or fucking some people pay over two hundred dollars oh, yeah. a month for their satellite. And that's fine if you want to drop your coin on that, but do you is that how you want to live? Like, do you want to not see sunshine and not want to go well, out and do that? So it's it's especially it's, around here too. There's a lot of shit to do outdoors. I mean, it's a beautiful, right now this time of year. We've got a couple of months here, starting a month or more ago, and right now, right in the middle of the prime time. Oh, it's so perfect of temperature and doing things outside. I'll tell you though, one thing I have noticed because I went out and went for a walk this morning because I had excess energy. I was up at four and motivated by five thirty. I went for a walk just around the neighborhood and there were tons of people out at six o'clock in the morning because it's just chilly enough. Like I've seen, I saw people running, they were like jogging, like they were dressed, they were dressed as joggers would be anywhere else in the continental United States sure. um, in the summertime. But summertime here that you have, the guys are wearing practically nothing because it's super fucking hot. And the same with the girls because right. it's so fucking hot. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly the dudes on Paul's end. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I, all people out riding their bikes and doing this, and I absolutely love that. And that's one of the things I love. Uh, you and I have talked about this. Uh, you know, the Midwest has like say two weeks, say maybe we'll say three weeks in the fall, three weeks in the spring, where it's really just perfect. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. It's not too humid. It's not too dry. It's perfect. Yep. Haven't had a frost. Frost is frost was three weeks ago, whatever, whatever season it may be. And then the rest of the time it's in fucking tolerable. It's either it's too hot and humid or just way too fucking cold and it's snowing yep. or whatever. And no, here comes but, the spring tornadoes. But here we have like eight weeks in the fall and eight weeks in the yep. spring and, and a few peppered long like days. spring long fall holy shit it's fucking amazing and even in the summertime it's not that bad no if not. you get out and do things early right. yes it's stiflingly fucking hot come noon but and, and there's a few weeks right in the, the peak heat of the summer that yeah fine you go home you may not do as much as you would right then wait till the sun goes down and do some stuff but but that's a small price to pay for these long falls and remember long doing springs. remember doing a couple podcasts during the heat of that summer oh yeah it was that really kind of warm in here. Really funny. I wish I would have documented your the different cooling methods that you tried here in <laughs> the hangar. Techniques I'm trying to like Luke Goldberg kind of eleven oh, dropped at eleven degrees in the hangar today. It was amazing. Like that, ah, it's still ninety five fucking degrees in there. You're like, well, I can't help it's good concrete floors. Now, how are you sure you don't have the heating system on? <laughs> well, what we're gonna do? I can promise you, if this thing still lasts next summer, 
Oh, it's, we're going global, Joe. We are going global. Yeah. I actually kind of want to go interstellar. Um, okay, sure. I want to broadcast it, send it out amongst the people. Yeah. I like that. And well, the a- aliens. We have a lot of alien things going on out here. Again, we talked about that, but that's it's true. Do. UFOs. So, uh, so, uh, I'm not really supposed to talk about that, though, Let's see if we're done with the burgers. Anyway, I believe if you if you executed it properly, oh, oh, you'd, oh, ha- oh, 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 you'd, you'd have to have a single person operation in a very, very small place that was well-researched, well-thought-out, and only open four or five hours a day, right. maybe four days a week, like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, for the evening crowd to soak up alcohol or to take the place of too much alcohol so they can go out and drink. Right. I was going to say that um, some of the best conversations I had was in, and I was fortunate enough to be, you know, born who I was born by. Born by? Born... Of. of whatever, and I took advantage of this, and I, I got to spend some time in Europe again. I'm going back on that, but some of the best conversations I had where I learned the most things and had the most um, opportunities kind of come up were at these long dinners where you actually sat right across to and next to these people that were from Germany in the aviation business or whatever it was, and that this is where the things come up with, well, you need to come back next year, and when we do this, we'll go here and do this, and, these. and these are actual conversations that evolve and take several hours, and by the time you're done and you go home and you're laying down in bed, you go, wow, I just made these huge contacts, had these fantastic conversations, and something's going to come out of it. Absolutely. As a, and that's why I can't stand small talk. Can't fucking take it. Oh, you mean like talking about the weather like we did in the beginning of the podcast? That, well, that's or? how we open it up, though. See, but now, <laughs> now we're talking about... Uh, it, we weren't talking about the weather. We were talking about the insane fucking weather that we had here that, right. that would go down in record books. Anyway, so yeah, but that, that's all I'm saying is that is that is that, and that's always fun if you're at with the people that you kind of know or ones that you don't know. Hopefully, you bring in and, and that, you know what small talk conversation is to me right now in this season is the goddamn politics. Yeah, that to me qualifies as small talk. Like I brought up in the beginning of podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, that's okay because everybody. But we can talk about that. We can talk about that now because it's. I'm not going to go into the particulars of whom I hate and and hate more. <laughs> but it's the. It's the closed mentality. Usually it can't be a big conversation because everybody's already decided that this person sucks and that person sucks. And this is this is Nazis and that person's a goddamn it, communist. And, and it's, it's and a, it goes nowhere. It, it, Small right. talk. It's uh, the uh, Will oh, Will McAvoy, uh, uh, the character main character on uh, the uh, shit fuck. I can't remember what it's what called. What kind of movie? The newsroom, the, the TV show, the newsroom. Oh. Will McAvoy is the, the main character. He yeah. said, I, I don't want to be, I, I want to live in a world where I'm not defined or I feel, he says, I feel as though I'm not defined by the person I voted for in the last election. Right. Can we get, can we please move fucking past that? Right. And you know where he said that? Sitting at the fucking dinner table with a whole bunch of people there. He's at a restaurant yeah. with a bunch of people that he works with yeah. and they're all just jabber jawing about uh, politics and this and then he goes, keep pigeonholing people like that and finally you're never there's not gonna be anybody left right to have a conversation with and you're right like the do you remember uh, uh it wasn't my birthday dinner i just kind of piggybacked uh rachel and chris yokely they're um they're they got april. married yeah april 26th they yeah. got married on my birthday so their anniversary dinner was they invited all their friends and then they're like hey your birthday's the same hey. day like hey right and it's hey Let's have a big thing. So we, we all went to Matina's. You were, I know you okay. were there. And, and that was I think I a huge that. crowd of people. I met like eight, I think seven or eight people I had never met 
that and you know until that night ha ha joe's got a text. i know i know i got a text yeah it was from sarah hi sarah you'll listen to this someday uh, it's, uh, I met a whole bunch of people, seven or eight people that I had never, ever met in my entire life. And I, Paul just turned around like there's a hitman behind him. Are you okay? I just felt a presence. You felt a presence? I, I, I thought I, thought I taught a presence. I thought I taught a presence. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I just thought, I don't know. It was weird. I know the big hangar doors closed. I, it was weird. Really weird. I'm, all, I'm okay. Really, really weird continue okay i met a whole bunch of people that night that i never i had never talked to i had heard maybe in the name and passing or maybe even never even knew who they were and i would never have known them had we not spent four hours at a restaurant together yeah. breaking bread eating drinking cavorting having a great time and that's exact and that is what it, what it should be like yes however that having been said i like the idea of going in stepping up to a counter going all right I want the Butterburger special with this and this and this and this and this on it, and I want it done, and I want it in like 10 minutes because I'm hammered and I'm super hungry. Right. And they'll get it to me in eight minutes. I still like that idea too. Sure, sure. But if you want to sit down and, and, and spend a little bit more money and have some ambiance and have a glass of wine or well, a bottle of wine or something We don't like have that. a shortage of that first option in this town. That's true. <laughs> no, I mean for something that's primo, that's really, really oh, good. Speaking of primo... I, don't, I subconsciously brought that because I, 10 minutes ago, I wanted to bring that up. Primos uh, in Flagstaff, they don't open up, I think, until 8 or 9 o'clock at night. Wow. They're only open when school's in session, so they're basically closed in the summertime except for what certain kind of pl- pl- weekends. What kind of place is it? It's about it? half the size of this office. Yeah, but is it a what it's kind a, of what it, It's uh, Vienna beef, hot dogs, hot sandwiches, um, Polish-style Polish hot dogs. Uh, okay. Uh, Chicago style red hots all sorts of okay, stuff like that okay. and uh, they are fantastic and they're super cheap and like I said they don't open up until late at night and they're you also pop, I mean, probably do by volume they probably get they a lot do of so much fucking volume it's ridiculous I, I, I've I've stood in line for 20 minutes 30 minutes hammered just waiting in line because I knew it was going to be awesome mm-hmm. and Primo's is the shit and places like that I'm sure all, every town has got something like that like you've uh, we've talked about the uh, 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 Cafe Intermezzo in oh, uh, yeah. Atlanta, yeah. an after-hours kind of place. Those are great places. Yeah. We're just sitting kind of been maybe either either drinking or you're wound up or both from the whole night, and it's good to kind of come down. Well, yeah, what's great about that, because usually quite often, usually I would have uh, probably my few friends that we went out with, and one or two would just go ahead and go home because they were tired or they hooked up with someone, uh, and then it would be a core group, or it would be a few people that we met out at a previous bar and it was one of those you can it's so cool if you're hanging out with someone to have another option to go somewhere and have a not be back at you hey you want to come back to my place if you don't want to quite push it like that yet right so it's like man i'm not tired let's go to cafe intermezzo and nine times out of ten if you're the couple females that are together hell yeah let's go there because they got great coffee tea fantastic desserts and are open like two or three in the morning which is perfect yeah so you go there and now it's a little bit quieter they got usually classical music playing and not shitty classical music because i complained about that today at the hangar i i want to listen to classical music where we're creating something sometimes on this fucking classical serious xm station just piano banging i don't like that kind of 
classical. I'm sorry, I don't want to go off on that topic, but I would rather. No, I'll, I kind of want to hear about I'll what you had to say about because fuck, I'm sorry. Do you know about like Chopin? Chopin? I, I, no, no, I'm just saying. I just really, they're just really? certain. No, no, no. Chopin is because I'm getting a little fucking defensive here. <laughs> Chopin's not here to defend himself, but I will take that fucking flag into battle. I so. want a string quartet. I want some woodwinds maybe thrown in there, sprinkled with a you know. That's what kind of what I want when I want classical. Mozart is kind of up my alley. That's what I'm saying. We, I, Mo, that's easy to like. You Mozart. watched Amadeus way no, too many fucking I, times. Well, I probably did, but I'm just saying. Can you watch Amadeus with your fucking pants on sometime? Nope. nope. All right. <laughs> Can you watch Immortal Beloved? It's a way better movie. I'm telling you, it's, it's a the fucking, Beethoven thing, right? It's the Beethoven thing. It's Gary fucking Oldman playing Beethoven. It's I, the Beethoven thing. I'm done with this fucking podcast. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Like, so I, I, never, I never saw it. Here's what's funny. You never even fucking saw it. Let, let me talk about this. This exact topic. People, so, I'm... So, so Carol... We're going to be interviewing for a new podcast uh, co-host. <laughs> so, so Carol... Hey, Carol. Hey! Works here. She and I used to date. Her father was a huge classical music fan. And I, I love think, how you just were... She and I used to date. Right. Just so everybody knows. Well, it doesn't matter. So she's working <laughs> working here now. But but the... Um, and she's doing a fantastic job for me. Carol. Stop. She's you're, Carol, you're doing a bang-up job. Right. So, um, the the she's a Beethoven fan, but not really, because her father liked him. She was forced to hear Beethoven when she was younger and growing up. Her father so, loved Beethoven. So, she's like like me. Like, I didn't know I was a yes fan until I was like 22 years old and listened. Right. And didn't realize I knew every fucking word to every so, song on three albums. So, she's, okay. like, she's like, oh, you got to watch The Immortal Beloved or whatever the fuck that movie's called. It's called Immortal Beloved starring Gary fucking Oldman. Okay. All right, all right. And I went, really? And because I knew there was a Beethoven movie out there too because there's Amadeus. We got your Amadeus and Beethoven thing. Right. And I said, well, yeah, well, you got to watch Amadeus because I've never seen that. No, I've never seen The Immortal Beloved. So, I still have not seen, yet to seen, Immor- yet to whatever. Immortal Beloved, and she has yet to have seen Amadeus. Well, I've seen both, and I can tell you that Immortal Beloved is a thousand times better. What? That having been said... A thousand times. A thousand times better. That Numbers have, mean things. That ha- I realize that. I realize that. <laughs> now, not only is Beethoven's music better than Mozart... What? Oh yeah, no, it really is. I'm sorry. It's different kind yeah, of music. Fuck you, it's not. It's, it's not. The, it's, it, a, it's like dubstep or fucking... EDM over general. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm or not saying stop. who's whom. It's just a little bit. Di- it's not quite the same. It's better. It's you can tell. You can hear. You go. That's kind of Mozartish, or that's kind of Mozart was not nearly as complex with its layering. It really wasn't at no, all. I, I understand that. I. Mm, he was a smart picky fucker. Oh, and Beethoven was just fucking careless and not creative. Is that what we're getting at here? <laughs> I'm just. Where did this start? Oh, we were listening to classical music in here. That's what yeah. it was. Uh, apparently, some, you weren't listening. You were listening to banging. No, it was piano some banging, music just piano. Because some it wasn't fucking good hat fucking guy out it, there. I'll I tell know. you what, you uncultured fucking swine. It probably was Pathetique Sonata, and you're like, I don't too. Know what it was? You're too much of a goddamn deaf redneck to understand. And I don't remember <laughs> exactly how we got off. And we were doing something classical music. How do we get off on that? You, it was bad classical music. You said I know, that she was. But we were was, just starting. To, Cafe Intermezzo played really good, good classical pl- yeah, music. Yeah, they didn't and, play and, this banging crap. They played banging. By the way, <laughs> folks, you can't see the pantomime, Mr. Gaines. <laughs> you is can probably saying, hear me hear, banging. Hear him banging his hands on there like. That that's what I mean. So you go to Cafe Intermezzo with some attractive women that you just met that are a little bit drunk, and so you walk. And the bars are right, right. They're right there. They have all these bars that are there, open late. And Cafe Intermezzo is. It's around the corner. We're talking Buckhead now. 
in Atlanta, just north of Atlanta. So it's all right there. You can go there, have a slice of cheesecake or whatever, and coffee and tea, a couple shots of espresso, kind of sober up a little bit, maybe get a phone number, and that's what you can do. And I'm trying to back out to what we talked about that too, about the option. Oh, because that's what this town kind of needs that. That'd be kind of cool if we, we don't. It have would be, the support, I think, enough people that would go to a place like that, I don't think. Not quite yet. It, it, that, I, I have this firm belief, and I just I don't have the money or the gumption. I really don't know. Um, I don't have the, I guess, business acumen when it comes to things like that. I, I get all these great ideas, but I don't know how to see them through. Um, and that's my own personal failure. Like, I'd love to open up a taco shop that doesn't open up until, like, 5 o'clock at night, uh, four days a week. I think that would, be fucking, that would be fucking brilliant to yeah. feed all the drunk people. Um, but anyway, uh, I, 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 you'd have to do, I, I've looked at, uh, multiple like split shifts or split, uh, what do they call it? Split hours mm-hmm. where you would, uh, close down in the middle of the day. Like maybe, uh, like if you're going to do this, you'd do the same. No, the Indian food we, restaurant does that. Oh, do they? They, they open from like 11 to 11 to three, three or and something then from five to 10 See, and that's, or I think, I, I think that's kind of smart because you're, you're, it makes for a really long day, but I mean, most most of your cultures around the world do something like that. Yeah. People in Mexico isn't the only place on the earth that does siestas. People like the, it's, from what I understand, you're not going to get shit done in like North Africa, mm-hmm. out, up the the like in, uh, Morocco, Tunisia, those mm-hmm. areas. You don't get shit done between one and about four in the afternoon. Yeah. It's too fucking hot, yeah. and that's just how they work. They but they're they're your restaurants and, and others, you know, whatever retail establishments, they open at 6 a.m., close at 1, open back up at 5, open till 11 or midnight. That's just kind of how it works. And if, what I was what I was looking into was, like, you'd have the exact same menu from, say, 6 to 10 or 6 to 11, close down, open back up, have the same menu, but at, like, 11 o'clock at night. Yep. So you'd have the same people getting off swing shift or the people getting off work from that are that either people walking or stumbling out of the bars that need to get something to eat. Or you have the people that are getting off work from the bars and restaurants that want to grab a bite to eat and go out and party for a couple hours. You have all those people and you won't have all the other hours in between where you're trying to figure out another menu. And and these are the kind of places that we talked about that could have that could, again, foster actual proper conversations. I do remember when my little gang was going out a lot 25 years ago, whenever it was, and during the 90s, that's about right, right? So back to politics, I'm not going to go down the politics road, but what I'm saying is Clinton was not, was George Bush and Clinton, you know, and that kind of thing, between the bushes. Between the bushes? Between the bushes. Between the bushes. That's a great name for like a a Bill Clinton uh, (laughs) biopic or something like that. Oh my God! Between the bushes, starring the Tom only, Hanks. We can't be the only people that have thought of. Oh us. my God! No, I fucking hope we were the ones that. That was what a stroke of fucking brilliance. There Caffeine you go. You're welcome. Brilliance. Holy shit! Between the bushes. So that's what it was. So we were. We were. I was a little more conservative back then than I am now. To be honest, I won't go talking about that at all. It's kind what of embarrassing. You, did right your now. Did your hemline go up from your ankles to your knees or no, something? I, I, as I was a lady, a little more less skin that's oh. gone up oh so, wow good for you buddy so what i'm saying is um so sometimes here's what it was funny yes yeah, so i was more conservative i.e a little more republican shall we say and a lot of these women that were really hot and cute that we would be quote picking up they right. weren't so that was 
but <laughs> they weren't. But that was an okay conversation, right? Because they went to these liberal colleges, right? And I was college educated as well. But it was fun. But we had these fun. We would throw darts, drink beer, love throwing darts and drinking beer, listening to some good. That's when grunge music was kind of was kind of cool. It wasn't loud. There was the background music, right? Getting drunk, throwing darts, kind of discussing in a fun way politics. That doesn't happen anymore. I, what I'm saying you're, is... No, we, you're right. People they, get too pissed off would, about it. I remember this. They would tease them. We would tease, oh, ha, ha, you're going to vote for... Yeah, probably so. And maybe it was the truth. They were going to vote for whomever the hell it was back then on the Democratic ticket. And we were... But we'd still go out and probably still go out later and go flying and go golfing and stuff. Have this short relationship and just go our separate ways. But it never, ever got nasty. I feel like we still have that, like... You and I differ on certain sure. certain political things, and same with Jeremiah. Like Jeremiah is so fucking far to the left, he makes my mom look like Rush Limbaugh, you know. Or or Tim, who's very conservative but hardcore hardline libertarian. I'm not a hardline libertarian, but I I I more subscribe to that belief structure than anything else. But here we and, go. We're trying. We're pigeonholing ourselves now. Well, and it, yeah. but it's kind of true. Yeah. Like, just to just so anybody listening who sure. doesn't know us understands. But we all we all can get along. We all are friends. Mm-hmm. We all you know. If if somebody was called you a, called you a commie liberal fuck and started I attacking you for it, I, I guarantee you Tim's going to be one of the first people that's going to be like, hey, fuck you, right? You know, or right. or I would, or and, and so and so that is true. But I I am, but it's con- not as common as it used to I'm be. I'm convinced I, it's a right? large percentage of people you can't do that with anymore. I I They're agree 100. And I think I'm gonna sorry, but it's cable news, and I'm not gonna go. Oh no, it really is. It absolutely it's is the media. Certain channels yeah. of cable news are just fostering this and, and pruning it and just growing it the way they like. Fanning those flames yep. because it gets ratings uh, on both sides of the equation. It's all about it's, fear. It's really all about fear. Fear-driven, and that's, and that's sad because I, those are some of the best times I remember. I, I rarely look back. I mean, I mean, I do look back, but I don't really opine over it. Right. But just now that I'm thinking about it, it was a political time back then, but it just wasn't. Nasty. It wasn't radically charged, and and yeah. and, and um, you're not going to be again, not going to be defined with defined by who you voted for in the last election. Like right. that's that's not. It's like you don't look on the on a person's driver's license and go, okay, uh, uh, brown hair, uh, brown eyes, uh, 225 pounds, and voted Republican in 2012. You're not going to. That's not a thing. That's not how you describe a person. Like there's there's other things when to people. You have brown hair and brown eyes. You have the brown hair and the brown eyes. What about the nose? What about the nose? Can you fit Is into the, yes. the nose? Oh, this it, happened already. It's it's amazing how how quickly we can get to a Nazi reference on this fucking show. Have we had a podcast that hasn't gone down the Nazi road? Fuck no, absolutely not. Right. I I blame you because I don't know. I've never been to Germany. <laughs> How much time did you spend? Do you in know Germany? I have like marks here. Do you really? Yeah, I, I have the money that was. That oh was yeah, you went there before during the, hype. No, this is during hyper. No, no Reich marks. Oh right, no, no, oh, oh not Deutschmarks. Reich marks. No, when, when you had wheelbarrows full of money to buy bread, remember that the hyperinflation. Oh right yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. this was when the, when the Germans were getting people really building pissed. houses out of or using his wallpaper and right. shit like that. I've yeah. got, a, I've got, a, I've got Reich marks over there. Um, Not because I'm in Germany. You should donate to someone's campaign, like to the Trump campaign with Reich marks or something, like that, <laughs> and just send it, send it to the, them. The reason I had them because my father was into uh, vintage sailplanes, and the Germans were very much into the gliders. And so I had a, a guy that worked for me 
that had had, had these. And, and he figured out at one point, because these are all German gliders, and then there were some older German gliders. And my father would come around, and then he left. He goes, I've got some Reich marks. I went, no, you don't. He goes, yeah, I do. I've got a couple of them. And I think I bought, bought them for 50 bucks, which someone said, oh, my God, you paid way too much. So um, I don't know if I did or didn't. But I said, this would be perfect for my father because this is some vintage of some of the gliders he was working on. So I put him these little wooden, little cheap little frames and gave them to him for Christmas. And he freaked out over that. It was, I paid more money for other things before and gave him other stuff. But that was so cool for, for him to have these the actual- German money. Why he's working on a German glider that's about the same year to him that was just a cool thing. No, it is. That's a that's a really cool thing. Like yeah, that. So. It's like that. How I uh, I have that uh, one of the guns that I still have that Obama hasn't come to taken yet, uh, come to take away Tuck, from me yet. Come taken yet? Come to take me, y'all take away my guns. Ding. <laughs> oh, gotta hit the spittoon oh, that time. You're crazy people off. We live I, in fucking Mojave County. I don't really care. I'll fan, fan the fucking flames. <laughs> anyway, uh, they. Uh, oh, that's it's a uh, 1896 uh, edition Swedish Mauser biscuits. Biscuits. 1896 brand biscuits. 1896 brand biscuits. No. Every time I bring up the fucking Mauser, the biscuits get brought up. <laughs> Every time. This is literally like the third or fourth fucking time I've heard 1896 Sorry. brand biscuits. So you have 1896 it, Mauser. Mauser. Okay. Bolt action fires a really weird round, but. It's it's all it's all there. It's all original. The original stock, the stock, the the um, serial number on the butt plate and the stock plate all match up to the receiver. So that thing has been together for a hundred and I don't know, hundred and whatever. Pretty how cool. how many fucking years that is? Hundred hundred and twenty years or some shit. Any machine, whether it's even a gun or not, any ma- intricate kind of machine that does something. That still can do the same thing. Oh, and it's the action on it is super, super tight. Yeah. Like it's is very well taken care of. Get a little lathe I, or something that'd be almost as right. It oh, it's I'm, not I'm, a gun, but any yeah. kind of old piece of machinery, you can see what it does and how it was made. It's just a cool thing. Those things are really neat. And I was able to get a the same era. Not I couldn't get. I I I, I had talked about it with a friend of mine who kind of travels uh, and sells things uh, in the swap meet or not swap meet the uh, gun show circuit mm-hmm. and. I said, hey, if you could find me a bayonet for an 1896 Mauser, that would be great. And he's like, man, I don't know if I could find something like that. They're, they're kind of rare. And I, he goes, you know, you can buy aftermarket ones. I said, no, I want one that's proper. Yeah, like, I want, I want the real thing. That, that could would've... have been on it. Exactly. That could have been on it. I don't yeah. know what happened to the original one. I, I right. You know, whatever. And he's like, all right, well, I'll keep you posted. Well, I didn't hear from him for months or whatever. We lost. We don't live in the same town anymore. And then he came around through my, on my birthday about four years ago, five years ago. And it was like, hey, check this out. And I'm like, holy fuck, you found a fucking bayonet for this thing. And, he, and I look at it and it's stamped, you know, uh, SM for Swedish Mauser and then like a serial number. And the serial number is in the same series. That's fucking as cool mine. So it was made, it was, it was manufactured within the sure. four or five months of it. It's, you know, pro- it's not vintage the same. proper. It's proper. It's fucking yeah. that shit like that is really, really cool. Yeah. I, yeah. that I, I love stuff like that. That's, sure. uh, and so I get it. I get the Reich, Reich marks, Reich, 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 Reich marks, Reich marks, Reich. whatever. Yeah. Uh, the, I, do you, you have those? Yeah. You want to see them? I, I kind of, yeah. Like right now? Like not, not this second, but I, I, could, I at some point I really want to see I think them. I can see them from here if I know exactly where to look. They're in a little frame. They're, they're over there. So I don't. Do you, do you you do have them framed though? You should have them hanging up or something. Yeah, they're not. They're, they're, you'll see how the frame they are. I'm, I'm, you can just talk. I have to go over here now and find. Okay, them. this is where I talk about how fucking funny it would be that for Paul to hang this up here in the in the hangar. This framed Reich, Reich marks. And uh, what you should do, Paul, is build a shrine with Reich marks, 
and then put up a picture of Charlie Chaplin dressed up as the great dictator and see how many people f- actually understand that it's Charlie Chaplin, not Hitler. Because that shit would be fucking that, funny. That is funny. Okay, I'm looking. I should have already seen him by now. So see, now he can't. Now he can't. Cannot fucking find him. He's he's nervous. Hold on, hold on. Folks, he's I'll nervous. Did you lose it? Oh, I'm sure somebody came into the hangar and swiped your worthless fucking Reich marks. No, I, I'm just saying, like monetarily, they're not. You could you go to Germany and spend them, or do they have swastikas on them? I don't think they. But here's what's funny: people go, "Oh, those are a dime a dozen. They're all over the goddamn place, and it's no big deal." I'm like, "Really? Do you have me? No." Well, well then there you fucking go. Well, now he's uh, kind of walking around. Okay, we're not much more podcasting. I'm going to text I, Carol right now because she might know where they are. I feel like Carol probably doesn't. She's going to be able to tell you, oh, it's uh, right here uh, under this. Uh, da, 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 da. Right. But, yeah, did you hear my bit about the shrine? The shrine? Yes, I think I that would – I, fi- I find that would be hilarious with your Reich Marks framed – a framed picture of uh, the great dictator, not Hitler. Oh, uh, not Hitler. Not yeah. Hitler. No. Uh Charlie Chaplin dresses as, as the great dictator. Uh, Paul's completely fucking distracted. No, no, so no, no, I think no, we're no. going to end the podcast because Paul can't fucking concentrate. We need to end it anyway, don't we? Yeah, we do. We're going to go see Doctor Strange. Yep. Doctor Strange, not Doctor Strange Love, which would be amazing to re- to see that in the theaters. But um, yeah. All right. Now I'm going to quit right now. And then I'm going to. Okay. He's all over the iPad. So we got to. Uh, now I kind of wonder about the Reich marks. I'm going like, to change my pants. And um, well, there you go, find folks. The Reich marks, and then we're gonna such a such a lively pick podcast. Up, uh, your, pick up your daughter and pick up Mike, and then yeah, we're gonna do that. We're gonna go down to Havasu. Another one in the can, as they another say. one in the can, so to speak. In the can, in the can, in yeah. the bag, not in the can. <laughs> you have Prince Prince Albert in a can. Prince Albert, Prince Edward, Prince Edward, Edward in a can. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, better go let him out. Huh? So uh, we're gonna enjoy this weather in the movie and. Uh, have one have a, have a great day so any of you folks that listen to this podcast uh, make sure you look us up on facebook uh, cartoon casual podcast or on uh, on the what is it the interwebs is that what they're calling it yeah. these days yeah the uh, the interwebs yep. at the, the the website we have a we have a we, we do have is cartoon casual yeah, but say we have cartooncasual.com it's not built yeah i think there might m- maybe someday but there will be oh yeah where you can buy great. all kinds of uh, items and uh, and souvenirs and in uh, shirts, I'm I'm kind of hoping I, I kind of want to steal an idea from uh, from Tenacious D. Okay. Years ago, you can get on the you know Jack Black, yes. right? Kyle Gass. Yeah. Years ago, you can go on the Tenacious D website and uh, under merchandise, the only thing you could buy other than music was a Tenacious D brand Comrag. Oh jeez. And all it was was a golf towel. Like it had a fucking brass grommet in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a golf towel, but it said the official Tenacious D Comrag. Wow. <laughs> all I could think of was that's the fucking nastiest thing I can possibly imagine. Well, we could do not that, but come up with a maybe thing. a golf towel. Yeah. Maybe just a golf like towel, that. but you know whatever you want to use it for. Yoga folks. mat, you know, yoga mat. Yeah, cartoon casual yoga, yoga mat, mat with an anatomically correct picture of Paul and I. Mm, yeah. Doing yoga. I'm not sure if that's a good motivator or not a motivator. Well, I think we'd probably have to sell the Cartoon Casual branded official, the official Cartoon Casual vomit bucket to yep. go along with the yoga mat. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that's it. Well, this is a uh, episode. I think we're calling it ten. Around we, around about we, there. If you wanted to 
really label something, Joe. We really could confuse the fuck out of people. Like this is a this has been episode nineteen. If you want to put it, in, you want to label it like a Republican or a Democrat. And oh, call, give you're it a number. Such a fucking Democrat, aren't you? Southern fucking Democrat, <laughs> right? Dixiecrat. Yeah, you Dixiecrat. Oh, y'all, come on inside. Get something tall, cool to drink. Uh, everybody else pay for it with your high tax dollars. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, everybody, y'all have a good one. Bye, folks. <laughs>